All right, everybody, we are back with the Celebrity Death Pool podcast. My name is Bethany. With me, as always, is my good friend, Brad. What is up, Brad? Hello. Man, can I tell you, like, we took a month off and shit went down. Like... (laughs) It was a busy month. That's why we have to record this as soon as possible because we're there's too many to, there's to go too over. too many. I mean, I feel like a lot of times we start this show and it's like, well, nothing really happened. But this month, I really feel like it's kind of been uh, dead people overload. Like there is a lot. There is a lot going on. So I am going to go backwards. Uh, kind of backing up to the last time we met or chatted or whatever it is and start with Tony Dow because he was the probably one of the first deaths after our last Wally podcast yes Wally Beaver um I never watched Leave it to Beaver did you watch Leave it to Beaver yeah every now and then while I was waiting for the Brady Bunch to come on man I love the Brady Bunch my gosh was that a show um all right, so Tony Dow. Now, the reason I bring up Tony Dow in what I am going to refer to as, hmm, that's interesting. Um, Tony Dow's death was reported at the end of July. And, you know, everybody cited it. It said, oh, Tony Dow is dead. Wally from Leave it to Beaver died. And then reports came out with, oh, no, 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 he's fine. Ha ha jokes on all of us he's in hospice but he's fine so okay everybody backpedal a little bit and then the next day no he's dead again so I think now we here are three weeks away from the death maybe death not death oh he's alive nope he's really dead death he's real dead at this point um Tony Dow was 77 when he passed away he passed away at the end of July, July 26th, 27th, maybe the 28th. I don't know, somewhere around there uh, from liver cancer, which he was diagnosed with earlier this year. And I think it's also kind of an interesting thing with regards to the game in that Beth added him as one of her open enrollment names um, because at, if you've been listening for a while, you know that during the middle of the game year, I open it up. We call it open enrollment. And that is your opportunity to swap names, add names, replace names. Uh, if you've had people that have died and you have vacancies, you can fill those vacancies. If somebody on your list has found Jesus and you want to take them off your list and add somebody else, you can do that, whatever it is. Beth added Tony Dow. And very promptly asked, do I get points for him? (laughs) (laughs) Do I get points? Uh, And there was some question initially in that he's not dead yet, so no points. Um, And all I could think about was the scene from Monty Python, you know, bring out your dead. I'm not dead yet, Uh, but he's real dead now. So our condolences to the Dow family. I agreed she should have gotten the points because she did submit it before the report of his death officially came in so i said you get points because you played the game better than most of us right and she did we gave her points um we will do a point roundup at the end of the show but beth is solidly in the lead right now um 
but yeah, she did get points for that. And I just thought that was one of those, I happened to be on vacation when this was all happening. So I was in Florida when it was all going down. And I remember like driving out of the, um, where we were staying and there were reports that he was dead. And then there was another report. Oh no, he's not dead. And I just found a little humor in that. And that that's what happened wife to Tanya was Roberts. Tanya yeah. Roberts died. And then a week later they said she didn't die. And then she was dead. And actually did that happen to Tanya Katan too? Her death was announced and then it came out. She wasn't dead. And then like a day or two later, she was. Oh, I don't like, remember that. It's like, get it right. That's, I mean, it's kind of insulting to these people. Well, and I feel that it's kind of an important thing to, to, to not dick around with, you know, like that's what is, I don't know. I mean, and the reports were that his freaking wife was the one that called his manager to tell him that he had died. So it's like, if she anybody should know will out of the uh, safety deposit box, I guess. Right. I mean, if anybody would know if the man's dead or alive, I would hope that his wife would, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, Tony Dow, no longer among the living rest in peace, Tony Dow and our condolences to the Dow family. Um, let's move on to other, huh? That's interesting deaths. Um, and let's talk about Ann H. Oof. What happened to her? <laughs> Have you seen the video footage of her? There's like footage of her at a uh, storage facility. No. And then there's the ring camera of her like going down a neighborhood street at 90 miles an hour and just drove into the house. And actually, the person in the house was in the hospital. Oh, I really? Mean, that innocent person sitting at home and Anne Hayes comes flying through your den. Yeah. I mean, the house was on fire. Um, so Anne Hayes, and this is, this is where I'm saying this is a, huh, well, that's interesting. And I'm going to get all of this out and hopefully listeners are able to hear this before they shut our podcast down, because I'm sure the Illuminati is going to uh, be after right. me when I do this. Um, Probably. <laughs> so there is footage presumably of the crash uh after it occurred and someone is being removed from the crash site uh that you know it's a chopper footage like you know hovering over overhead so i mean again this happened in california i almost feel like any news crew even Bob's news and pancake house has a chopper that they can get footage from. And there's a chopper overhead circling the crash site. And like I said, there is a body presumably because it is in a body bag being removed from the crash site and overhead as they're trying to put this stretcher into the back of an ambulance, someone sits up and is struggling to get out of this body bag and is fighting to get off the gurney. And didn't um, it look like she wasn't wearing a shirt? Well, it looks like her back. It looks like her back. I can't tell if she's not wearing a shirt or if she was wearing like maybe a light or a sort of a flesh colored tank top. <laughs> um, but she certainly didn't look burned. Um, 
there was hair on top of her head. And if she was trapped in a burning car for as long as they're saying, I don't know that there would be hair there. Um, it just seemed very sus. And I'm not the only one with this conspiracy theory. There are many others out there that are claiming that she was um, exterminated, if you will, in light of some documentary that she had just finalized where she is claiming that she is taking down Hollywood elite and this very elaborate and intricate um, either sex trafficking ring or child pornography ring or something to that effect. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know, you know, about the, this in theory, you know, what her documentary was about, but that was what the speculation was. Um, having said that, and, and Anne Hayes has come out in several times saying that she had been canceled from Hollywood, that Ellen had kind of had her blacklisted from Hollywood. Um, so I don't, I don't really know from us looking at it, you know, I'm seeing somebody that's struggling with addiction, um, struggling with alcoholism. And that seems to be the natural downturn of why she was no longer getting roles or acting because there was some very erratic behavior, but I don't know. It just seems very sus to me how this, you know, this, this footage I'll be, you know, candid. If I had never seen that helicopter footage, I too probably would have just assumed that she was drunk, high speed driving around with a bottle of whatever was in her car and slammed into a house. Um, but the, the footage definitely makes me question what's going on. And it was allegedly live footage. You know, again, it's a car crash in LA and they're streaming live and reports are a celebrity has crashed and Hayes just crashed and they have this helicopter hovering overhead. So it does not look like it's been edited. Um, but I don't know. It just seems very questionable. Um, I guess we'll find out when they tell us what exactly happened to, uh, Epstein, if he was, uh, murdered or if he actually committed suicide yeah yeah um it's yeah it's definitely it's it's question it's it's i don't know it's one of those things that's huh, that's, that's interesting i guess we'll also find out if you never hear another episode of the celebrity death pool podcast again that's um, true <laughs> <laughs> you can google our names later and yeah. see if there's an obituary for us or something. But I just thought that was just for the record. You're the one that said it, not me. All right. Fair enough. They can come after me. I, you know what? And we, I, I love a good conspiracy. I am a very weirdo conspiracy theorist in a lot of ways. So as soon as I saw that, I admittedly jumped on with both, with both feet. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe she burned I mean, car crash and. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I have to admit when I saw the footage of her, you know, sitting up like that, based upon what I heard about her burns and everything, it made me a little suspicious. Yeah. But you know what? It is Hollywood and stranger things have happened. This is true. This is true. So um, you don't hear those kind of stories coming out of like, you know, Omaha, Nebraska, you know, it's like Hollywood. 
the weird stuff is happening <laughs> and celebrity death pool that's well yeah um yeah so anyway our condolences to the Haish family i know that she had two sons um with former husbands i think two boys with two different husbands i'm i don't admittedly i didn't do my math um yeah it is sad it is sad i mean the fact of the matter is is that no matter how you slice it these two boys are now going to grow up and not have their mom now they are i mean we're not talking about four-year-old kids here but still i mean there's a whole life ahead of them and they're not going to have their mom so that's that's kind of a shame um yeah so yeah so our condolences to the to the Haish family um i didn't confirm with our list but i am 99.9 percent sure that nobody had her on the list um tony dow beth did have on her list so um next one that i want to talk about is olivia newton john um olivia newton john passed away what at the very beginning of august i think um you know what someone got points for her i remember three people actually got points for her three people got points for her um she was 73 i feel like olivia newton john is one of those she had cancer didn't have cancer had cancer again didn't have cancer had cancer again didn't have cancer i feel like it happened a lot and i don't really remember how many times it actually happened but it I mean, feels it like she's like been battling cancer for over 20 years um honestly i mean it really does like i don't mean to be flippant about it but it's like yeah. she's had cancer for a really really long time yeah. um but yeah so she she passed away at the beginning of august now her death in and of itself wasn't i don't want to say hmm, that's interesting but do you remember put on your thinking cap and put yourself back in 2005 do you remember reports of her i believe boyfriend it might have been a husband going missing at the time are we going back to a conspiracy theory yep (laughs) (laughs) we are we are going to conspiracy theory so her i don't think it was a husband i think it was a boyfriend um patrick something patrick i put it on notes somewhere here patrick mcdermott um went missing he was on an overnight like chartered fishing trip off the coast of california somewhere i don't remember where and he went missing and that was i don't know june of 2005 and there were you know numerous search missions missions for him there were you know crews going out looking for him um it was out in the middle of the ocean so i don't remember if there if there was like dragging the bottom of a lake or anything like that because you know you can't drag the ocean but anywho they were looking for the man couldn't find him the u.s coast guard officially declared him dead in 2008 but fast forward to 2017 And an Australian magazine was publishing photos of a man that looked strikingly similar to him, alive, walking the earth. And there are reports that he faked his own death and actually didn't die. Um, There were 22 other people on the boat and nobody saw him go overboard. Nobody thought anything amiss. Nobody, Nobody thought anything wacky. Um, but yet 
they, like I said, they declared him dead, but you know, fast forward 12 years later and suddenly there's photos of him surfacing. So I just think that's really interesting. Again, it's got really nothing directly to do with Olivia Newton-John's death (laughs) other than the fact that I just thought it was interesting. And I'm sure that there's somebody out there listening. That's like, Oh yeah, I totally remember that. (laughs) I totally remember that. I know everyone knows Olivia Newton-John for Greece, which she will always be known for. And if you don't know her from Greece, you know her from Xanadu, which you had mentioned earlier with with Gene Kelly and the roller skates and the guy from from Warriors. He went from Warriors to Xanadu. You want to know a fun fact about Xanadu? Back. What? That was Gene Kelly's last film. Okay. Well, yeah, it was 1980. That was his last movie, which but I'm probably the, I'm probably the only person on earth that actually enjoyed the movie Two of a Kind, which also starred John Travolta. Many people don't remember there were actually two movies with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, and Two of a Kind was one of them. That was one of those movies I watched on HBO when I was homesick from school, and nothing was on. So I watched this Two of a Kind, and I enjoyed it. What was it? I don't remember this at all. So this was a it was a weird movie about these two people that needed to fall in love and there were some old actors that were like angels that came down to kind of influence things and then one of the guys was like the devil who like tried to make sure they didn't fall in love it's a weird oh my movie gosh. and that's probably why i liked it <laughs> and okay. the and the critics didn't was it, it was also um, in the early 80s when I was a kid. I, pr- I could watch it today and think it's the worst thing ever, but I enjoyed it then. Was it a musical? No, no, it was oh. a movie. It was like a, it was, it was like a romantic comedy. Okay. Yeah, that one but did unfortunately, not the ring Greece any bells. spark did not reignite when they did Two of a Kind. Well, that's a shame. That was Travolta full-on mullet 80s. Oh, that was... Oh, yeah. Was that actually, talking mullet? It was Olivia Newton-John full-on mullet 80. So actually, they both had a mullet. <laughs> so it she showed was, that you, you could both get away with a mullet. She was physical. And was this post-physical pre-Look Who's Talking? You know what? I think this is post-physical pre-Look Who's Talking for John Travolta. This was like 82 or 83 was that movie. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't remember any of that at all. Yeah, and um, none of us are talking about her singing career, but she had a wonderful singing career. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Um, 1983, yeah, I mean, two of a kind. Huh. Yep. Well, there you go. That's one for the archives. I, um, yep. I'll have to look it up because I, I don't, I, you talking about it rings zero bells for me. Here, this is really funny. Let me read you the description on the Internet Movie Database. This is, remember, this is at Olivia Newton-John, John Travolta romantic comedy. Okay. When God decides to destroy the earth, four angels aim to redeem mankind through a young man and woman with their own troubles. Huh, wonder why that didn't work. <laughs> Coming off of Greece. I think their marketing was a little off. <laughs> And they both agreed to do the movie. This movie had Charles Durning was one of the angels. Scatman Carruthers was one of the angels. And 
Oliver Reed was the mean one, like the this devil. Sounds Ooh. like a freaking dumpster fire. Like I think I think streaming of two of a kind is all of a sudden gonna jump after this podcast. <laughs> this this sounds like utter garbage. This was a studio, like, you know what we need to do? We need to get these two back together and reignite right. grease, grease lightning. And this was the shitstorm that ensued. You know what this was? This was the scene from We Are the Millers where they let off the fireworks. (laughs) There, are you happy now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going to move on and we are going to go to uh, what I'm going to affectionately refer to as the sci-fi section of our show today because we've got a couple of sci-fi folks that have passed away. Very quickly, we have Nichelle Nichols, who passed away the very end of July, July 31st. She was 89 years old. Um, Nichelle Nichols was on the first incarnation of Star Trek. And when you and I were growing up, you could either be a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan and never, you know, like never will those paths ever cross. And I was 110% solid in a Star Wars camp. And so I was never into the Star Treks and I never watched it. I never cared about it. Um, I've seen episodes here and there. I'm familiar with the concept. I understand what happens, um, but it just wasn't my gig. Um, and I bring Nichelle Nichols up because I had her on my list for years. I would say at least three or four years. And I took her off my list this year. I listened I did not listen to the Brad Snitzer advice of just keep him on the list and write it out. I took her <laughs> off <will> eventually die. <laughs> and mother F if she doesn't go and die this year. So, you know, condolences to the Nichols family and all that shit, but I took her off and didn't get any points. Well, so. piggybacking on your Star Wars, Star Trek camp comment, you know, my experience is 1977, go to Star Wars, all in, sold, see it multiple times. 1978 the next year star trek the motion picture comes out i'm almost as excited because of what star wars did and i go see that movie and i walked out going what was that we're the millers fireworks completely shut the door on star trek at that point but you got to give the woman credit because not only did she make it through the entire series yes she was in all the movies Mm -hmm. um she was the first i know this doesn't sound like a big deal today but back in you know in the 60s and 70s, this was the first interracial kiss on television. Yeah. Um, her and Bill Shatner. The most interesting thing about her, in my opinion, is she stars on this show about traveling in space and movies, and she becomes a spokesman, spokeswoman for NASA. So it's <laughs> like the best analogy is like Sylvester Stallone becoming a rock, uh, a boxing promoter because of the Rocky. <laughs> like, you've never even been in space. You've never even gone through the astronaut testing. You played one on TV. So now you're our spokesperson. <laughs> okay. But think about this. Think about this though. So, um, crap, his name just fell right out of my head. Um, Gary Sinise, Gary Sinise played a Vietnam veteran who lost his legs in Vietnam. Where's your legs, Lieutenant Dan? You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Okay. And now he is, ha, is has huge charitable efforts for veteran support. That's, How is okay. that different? Well, she, 
if she did an astronaut, you know, survivor foundation, that would be, I'd give her the credit, but she's like the spokesperson for the astronaut program. Well, she didn't do a good enough job because they shut the damn thing down. And now if you want to go to space, you have to be Elon Musk. So I know, but I just think it's kind of funny that she's like the, the big spokesman for NASA. I'm like, all right, well, what'd she do? You know, what about the poor guy that actually went in that spinning thing and had to go through all that stuff? He doesn't get to be the spokesman. Nobody knows who he was. Was he part of the first interracial kiss on television? I think not. You know what? It, it reminds me of an old Bobcat Goldthwaite bit he used to do about Top Gun and how you know, enrollment in the Navy shot up when Top Gun came out. And next thing you know, you're hanging off the side of a boat, scraping off barnacles and you look up and <laughs> well, you don't look like Kelly McGillis. So it's kind of like, just because you played it in the movie, it's a movie, everybody. It's not reality, but I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Continuing our sci-fi list of celebrities. Um, I am going to briefly talk about Bernard Cribbins, who I know you have no idea who that is. I don't. I'm sorry. I stop at Star Wars. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so if you, uh, if anybody listening is a Whovian, if they watch Doctor Who, um, I am a huge Doctor Who fan. I will admit that who? I am a, what's that? I'm a, I'm a Who fan. You're a Who fan? The Who? I'm a fan of the who, the who? not the doctor who, not the doctor. Um, big difference. I big difference. Um, I didn't watch the original doctor who's uh, the ones from the sixties and seventies. That is just beyond me, but the reboot that started um, at the turn of the century uh, with um, Chris Eccleston and David Tennant, Matt Smith, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so Bernard Cribbins, played Wilfred Mott, who was Donna's granddad. And Wilfred, he was such a great character. He was such a good comic relief and just a sweet person. And you always rooted for him and wanted good things for him. And he he passed away at the end of July, July 27th, at the age of 93. And he was working up until his death. So much so that they are currently filming the 60th doctor anniversary of doctor who special which is going to air probably in november of this year and there is footage of him with david Tennant, who happens to be my favorite doctor um and bernard cribbins presumably reprising his role as donna's granddad in the 60th anniversary so just as recently as a couple of weeks before his death he was filming so was he the original Doctor Who, like the one I'd see on PBS when I'm no, flipping channels? No, or, he wasn't. Yeah. He was never the Doctor. Um, okay. He was in a thousand other British things. If you find any other, he never I, watched the British shows. Well, you know what? And here's the funny thing. So I've told my husband that I have a running joke that there are currently maybe 20 working actors in Great Britain. And they're in everything. They're, if, if you don't see them in Doctor Who, they're going to be in Harry Potter. If you don't see them in Harry Potter, they're going to be in Game of Thrones. If you don't see them in Game of Thrones, they're now in the House of the Dragon. Like, I just feel like they're all over the place. Perfect case in point is that Matt Smith, who was the Doctor, is now in the Game of Thrones spinoff. So 
I just kind of feel like there's really only a handful of them over there and they just all kind of keep working. So no, he was not the original doctor, but he was in a million other things and he was just a sweet, sweet guy. And um, like I said, he passed away. So don't really need to belabor that too, too much, but as a Whovian, I wanted to at least give him a nod. Um, And then you had a sci-fi guy. So to wrap up our sci-fi section, our sci-fi corner, we have one of these, you will not know him by name, but I guarantee you've seen him in some movies as David Warner, who most people would probably know him from Titanic. He was Spicer, who was uh, the, the mean. Oh, hench- he was, uh, yeah, Billy Zane's like. Billy Zane's kind of right hand man. Yeah. Who snuck the diamond into Jack's coat. Yeah. Um, but let's just go way back for a little bit. He also has been in a few Star Trek movies, um, not only as a Klingon, but also a regular, I don't know, Enterprise human. So we have two Star Trek we have, people? We have two Trekkies that wow. unfortunately passed away. But you may remember him as the uh, Ed Dillinger and Sark from Tron. The 1982 Disney classic computer game flick Tron. I know all those words that you're saying, but I don't remember him in Tron. Okay. But do you remember him in the movie Time Bandits? He was (laughs) the evil genius in Time Bandits. I loved Time Bandits. I did too. I dragged my dad to see it and I know he hated it. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I, it's on I wanted that. it's on hbo max you know what and it's funny you bring it up i watched it this year i had You're to kidding. rewatch it. i had to rewatch it and i remembered everything in the movie that's crazy i have it saved to my you know profile or watch later or whatever they call it on there and i've been trying to get my kids to sit down and watch it because i think i was maybe my daughter's age when I saw it for the first time. And, and that is one of the weirdest movies so I've ever weird. It is weird. But you know what's funny is I guess I understand it more because when they end up on the Titanic and they end up in, you know, in different times in when they were traveling areas. across yeah. time, yeah. different eras, but it is a messed up movie. Like when the giant was walking and they injected the giant with the sleeping potion yeah. but then the giant stepped on this house and you in the house as the giant was walking it looked like these pig people were like arguing right and as a kid i couldn't figure out who they are and i rewatched it and i couldn't figure out who they were oh that's interesting well, it is, to, if you want a trippy movie on a friday or saturday night stream time bandits and you'll have fun it's a good one i do but, i i i probably have not seen it in 30 years and right. I very much remember that movie that one but that one burned into my psyche if you don't remember him he you know he was born in 1941 so he was about 80 years old 81 years old when he passed I guarantee you you're going to recognize his face if not from Titanic you'll know exactly who we're talking about mm-hmm. well I was also going to say David Warner for the original horror fans like the original horror fans he was in the omen the omen the original scary the omen one the good you one couldn't watch when you were a kid because you believed that damien was going to come over to your house the next day i watched the omen for the first time at a slumber party and because that's what you're supposed to do 
when you're, you know, at a scare summer the party, you scare the shit out of each other. And I watched The Omen. We watched The Omen. And then I'm pretty sure we watched The Exorcist at a different slumber party. Same house, different time. Well, you had to freak yourself out that night. Yeah, we were really glutton for punishment. But I will never... You want to talk about something burned into your head for all of eternity. Basically, the opening scene of The Omen, when the nanny is on the roof of the house and yells, it's all for you. It's all for you, Damien. And then jumps to her death. Jesus Christ. I mean, she hangs herself. She hangs herself. She hangs herself. herself. Yes. That is talk about something that stays with you. That's one right there. All right. That concludes the sci-fi portion. That's a a wrap up of the sci-fi horror portion. Sci-fi section. Um, so then very quickly, let's talk about sports. We had okay. a couple of quick sports. I don't want to say quick sports guys go, but um, Vin Scully. But they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Vin Scully, who is the longtime announcer of the Dodgers. And you know what? This is a good segue. Oh, this is a good segue oh. from sci-fi to sports because, fun fact, Vin Scully is why... Dana Scully from the X-Files is named Scully. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No. So the creator of the X-Files was a huge LA Dodgers fan and grew up listening to Vin Scully. And so to pay homage to his favorite broadcaster, Scully. Vin Scully Scully is that like Jack Buck of LA. Yeah. But he was a little bigger. You know, Jack Buck in St. Louis was the voice of the Cardinals, but he did national sports. Mm -hmm. Vin Scully was the same thing out in LA. He was the voice of the Dodgers for years, but also did national stuff. So everyone kind of knows who Vin Scully is. Right. Right. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's also like kind of equivalent to like a Harry Carey. Everybody knows who Harry Carey is. He used to do a show when I was a kid. It was on like Saturday mornings, like after the cartoons at noon, it was like this week in baseball. And he was on it? He would be like... Well, his he would be the the narrator. Oh, it was his voice. Okay. So that's how I was first introduced to Vin Scully. I gotcha. I never knew the man uh, Vin Scully existed until I saw somewhere on the internet or saw an interview or something that said that Dana Scully was named after him. That was the first. <laughs> now you love him. <laughs> that was the first I'd ever heard of him, and it and even then it was like a huh, that's interesting. Um, so aside from Vin Scully. Who else do we have in sports? Bill, Bill Russell, Bill the Russell. basketball player. Yeah. So the thing about Bill Russell, it was like five seconds on the news. It was a it was a glitch. But the one thing that I want to point out, or two things. First, the guy won eleven NBA championships. That's insane. Okay. I mean, Michael Jordan has six. I was going to say in context. Tell me what Michael Jordan had. Right, Michael Jordan. I want to say is six. I'm sure we'll get an email if i'm off on that <laughs> tom brady has seven super bowls we think that's an incredible feat right you look at um i mean lebron james i guess what has now three three or four championships i can't keep track but 11 that's huge yeah 11 and you gotta wonder if that will ever be top can i ask a stupid if, question because i don't watch i'm not sports um okay what's who, who did he question? play for Celtics. Oh, okay. Yeah, played for the Celtics. The whole time? And and you know what? I'd have to look it up, but I think that most of his time was with the Celtics. And then he became the first black head coach in the NBA. That's pretty badass. 
and he was really big in civil rights. But I think it's pretty incredible. The guy has 11 championships. And like you look at Tom Brady now going for number eight at 45. You know, you look at LeBron trying to at least top Michael Jordan six. This guy had 11. Yeah. You know, I mean, that may never be broken. Yeah. No, I, it, that's when you put it under the umbrella of, you know, comparison to sort of modern day and, and yeah. And I also think the guy died at 88, which, you know, speaking as a short guy under six feet, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of old tall guys walking around. I mean, 88 is pretty good for someone that's really tall. tall. Yeah. No offense to tall people, but you know, you got to admit there's not a lot of, you know, 90 something year old tall guys walking around. They're usually a little bit shorter, but 88 is a pretty good run for someone who's a tall basketball player with 11 championships. And I assume his body's probably beaten up pretty good from all that playing. I would think so. I would think so. So, well, that's, and that wraps up sports. Wraps up (laughs) sports. Look at us. Like we've got segments and shit. Like we're straight up professionals. There's one actor you you and I overlooked that I just want to mention real quick. Who? Uh, Paul Servino. Oh, Mirror Died at 83. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yep. Goodfellas. But my favorite movie he was in was Money Talks with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Friday, Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris Tucker. You ever seen you ever see Money Talks with Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen? I did, if I have, it's not ringing any bells. Well, that was from like the late 90s. Great movie. Hilarious. Okay. And he was in it. And it's hilarious. I know he was great in Goodfellas. And he's Mia's dad. But I loved him in the movie Money Talks. And unfortunately, he passed and he was age 83. Okay. Our condolences. And that wraps it up. Our condolences to the Servino family. Um, yep. So... We're gonna we're gonna briefly touch on something um, before we get into the final of the points um, because we don't have we we've not been able to finalize what's going on. But in the last show, the last podcast, we were talking about um, I threw in uh, something at the very end talking about a Burton block um, in honor of a local uh, DJ here in the St. Louis area, Jeff Burton, who was battling cancer. Um, And I say was because he did just recently pass away last week. Um, And my thought process or idea behind the Burton block was to essentially give players the option to block a name from being put on a list or block points from being awarded because that person was influential or special in your life. Um, we had some feedback, we had some talks, we had some discussions on what that looks out where looks like we're still kind of trying to hash out what a Burton block looks like, or even if we're going to do it. But I at least wanted to mention that unfortunately, the inspiration for my idea did die um, early last week. And I got to be honest, it is the first time in a very long time that a celebrity death has brought me to tears. And I know that if you're not from the St. Louis area, you probably have never heard of Jeff Burton before. And I encourage you to go on YouTube and look up some videos of him because he is an absolute icon and so incredibly funny. And he will be just terribly missed. And this is going to be a huge impact in 
when I say my daily life, I truly mean my daily life because I listen to him every single morning. And so to not have him on the airwaves is going to be. And when I say I listen to him every morning, I mean, I listen to him every morning, probably for the last 30 years. So to, yeah, because he was on the point, um, 1057, the point from its inception, I listened to his very first radio morning show, which was Jeff, Trish and Tom. Um, he got fired from that. And then he went on to Tom. Is that Tom O'Keefe? No, it's Tom West. Okay. I knew Tom O'Keefe who was on the point for a while too. Got it. Um, no. So he, um, uh, Tom, Tom West actually passed away too, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. So, and Trish, uh, Trish Gazelle, I don't know if she's broadcasting still or not. I think she is, but I can't say that with certainty. Um, but anywho, um, yeah, when I say that I've listened to, I mean, I've listened to the man since I was probably 15 or 16 years old and I'm considerably older than that now. So you can do the math. Um, yeah, so that was a a really hard one. So we don't have anything definitive on that, but I do at least want to, um, mention that Jeff is no longer with us and that one that one really stinks so that one's going to take a while for me to get over um that was that was your Eddie Van Halen for me it really might have been honestly um it really might have been I mean I've got others that I can think of that are are you know kind of key or crucial or what have you but that really was that when I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that it will truly impact my day-to-day life because he has been on the air with a, a show called the Rizzuto show for the last eight years. I think they've been on the air and he's been part of that team. So when I say that I listen to the man every single day, I'm not exaggerating like that is legitimate. And so for him to not be on the radio anymore really is just crushing it just really is that i never really thought that that was ever a possibility so um to have it now happen is just it's it's really sad so um it's sad yeah so all right we're gonna switch gears we're gonna go to uh good stuff we're gonna talk about points um because it's sad to talk about jeff not with us so uh and in honor of jeff we're gonna talk about some people who got a couple two three points so beth solidly in the lead she has 73.33 points oh my God. 73 points i mean oh my gosh um she came in and snaked with that tony dow because she was in really good first place to begin with and then when she added tony uh during open enrollment she scammed another 10 points because according to my notes nobody else added him so she got she's a serious player of this game she got all of it she's doing really good this year um yeah in second place to everyone's surprise including myself uh is me with 44 well there you go i know 43 points i swear to you i have no idea how this has happened this is clearly a glitch in the matrix because i don't ever get points ever so i'm not going to hold my breath on this one because it's not going to hold out long um Third place is a newcomer who is playing the game for the very first time, and he is in third place with 23 points. So, uh, and that's Paul, uh, a buddy of mine from high school. Um, okay. Paul is crushing it with 23 points for his first year. And your list one, because you play two lists, Brad list number one 
is in fourth place. I mention it because you're only at 20 points. So you're. I know. And my list two is nothing. Nothing. Not a single point. Isn't that crazy? I know. I have two lists. One of them I'm getting a few and I'm getting nothing. Not a nibble. Not a nibble. Did you get a lot of changes for open enrollment? You know what? I didn't. I got some. Um, there were some names that came through. Of course, I didn't bring my laptop down here to tell you what they were. Um, I did get some changes that came through. Some folks took some names off a list and put some on. Beth, I can tell you specifically, I know I had joked about this previously, that she had had Pete Davidson on her list at the beginning of the year. And I even joked with her. I was like, I don't, I mean, do what you want, but that doesn't seem very solid. And sure enough that, you know, he starts banging Kim Kardashian and, you know, whatever. So she did take him off the list and, and made some changes. That was probably smart. Yeah, that was a good move. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They broke up. You might want to put them back on. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, so she, she took them off and added a couple of others. She did have some vacancies and put some names in there. I got a couple of other people that gave vacancies. I obviously replaced a couple of names. Um, but there were a handful that didn't do it and didn't send names. And in an effort to be fair, I always kind of look at it like, if I'm getting people sending me something, I know that my message was received and they got the update and they knew that they were supposed to do it and somebody was sending me information. If I got yep. nothing, if nobody sent me anything, then I would probably send out an update and question if it got lost in the interweb somewhere just to make sure that nobody had overlooked it. But I did you get know what though? You got This game, you got to be careful. You start pulling people off. I think you've sealed their fate. Well, I mean, Nichelle Nichols, Nichelle Nichols right here. That's my, the hard way. That's my, yep. what are you going to do? Um, I know. So, yeah, so we I are. I think the way to play this game is unless you hear someone is now terminally ill or an Anne Heche around open enrollment, do you make a change? If you don't know of any of that, sit tight with your list. I would agree that's with that. Kinda, I mean, you want to fill in some blanks. Yep. If you have blanks, you want to fill those in, but. Right. Fill yeah. in your blanks, but man, if, and that's, I think where I made a mistake. I didn't fill in a few of my blanks, but I usually do that at the end of the year for the new game. For the new one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. are, we are in the home stretch. We are in the twilight of the season right now. Um, heading into September. So we really only have what, four months left four months yeah. left in the year. So um, now I will say at the end of last year, you know, things went pretty crazy at the end of the year and there was a lot yeah. of stuff happening fast and furiously. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities that, you know, something like that can happen again, you know, celebrity death. Beth is sweating it. <laughs> We're all on her tail. Everybody sweats <laughs> it until, you know, the ball drops on new year's Eve. So um yeah so that's where we're at right now and uh i don't really have anything else do you have anything else you want to add i don't that was a pretty full episode with a lot of people to go Dude, through we covered a lot of ground that was i mean i always enjoy having a lot of people but i also don't because it means a lot of people passed away but again as we say that is part of the game it really is because um, i i don't think the news i don't think the news gives these people enough time these people have lived some very interesting lives, and I think we're highlighting that and celebrating them. Well, I would like to think so. 
I don't know that a whole yeah. lot. I don't know that many of them would be really thrilled at the fact that I'm divvying out po- points because somebody died. Well, no, from we're, cancer, we're, we're, but, you know, we're we're make, we're keeping it interesting while we're celebrating their life. I agree. You know, like anything in this world. I agree. Hey, listen, I that's I don't Las, disagree. That's with why you. Las Vegas exists. <laughs> because of celebrity death. No, because of the betting and games right. and points. Right. We're not the first people in the history of the world to come up with betting on something completely we are not bonkers so all right well with that i am going to wrap this one up as always if you want to reach out to brad or i send us a question send us your thoughts send us hate mail i I mean whatever whatever blows your skirt up you can reach us at celebrity death pool podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook at celebrity death pool podcast Um, We also have a Facebook page for the game itself, which is just Celebrity Death Pool. It is the Facebook page that has the banner of all of the celebrity headstones with Rodney Dangerfield right in the middle of it. Um, Please feel free. Reach out to us. Like I said, send us your questions, your comments, your complaints, hate mail, whatever it is. I mean, cool. Great. Even if you don't like us, let us know. I'll listen to you. That's fine. I mean, if you got to get it off your chest, by all means, do it. Um, so with that, I am going to close it out. Brad, thank yep. you so much for hanging out with me as always. Thank you. All right. So thanks everybody it. for listening. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>